Hello and welcome to Live and Word Ministries. We're impacting lives and changing the world. Join us as we dive into the Word of God. Amen. We would exalt you, O oh God. You are our hiding place, O oh Lord. And indeed, you are our hiding place. Thank you this morning, O oh Father, O oh God, we will share your word, O oh Lord, my master, O oh God, for what we share, O oh Lord, my master, O oh God, is not a word of mine, but it is your word, O oh God. We pray, Father, O oh God, you breathe through your word, my Lord, my master, O oh God, into the atmosphere, that when we breathe, O oh Father, O oh God, it shall be the word that we are breathing into us, O oh God, to give us life, O oh Lord, and to lead us, O oh Father, O oh God, to the expected end. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name we pray, Amen. Amen. Good morning, all, and God, God bless you for coming today. It's a pleasure to see you all, actually, and to see you alive. Sometimes we, we take things for granted. I, I had a lecturer, um, Professor uh, Sykes. He said something to us. He said, "You know what? Even on the examination papers, state the obvious." And did you understand that? State the obvious, right? I mean, like, say, um, today we've seen um, the light of the day, isn't it? But because we see the light of the day every now and then, we think, well, it's normal. It's not normal, you know. It is somebody, somebody's handiwork that we see. And if the person decides not to do something for a minute or perhaps for a second, you will realize that maybe what you are taking for granted will no more be there. So you state the obvious, Right? And you say, thank you, God, at least for the light of the day. Amen. So you state the obvious. We thank God. Amen. For how far he has brought us. As individuals. Amen. Even as a church. Amen. And we have every right to thank God. Today is our... Um, I don't have the thing behind me. so <laughs> It's our Vision Sunday. Amen. And... Um, if you hear the word, the word vision is really a big thing to really actually deal with. But then we'll try and see what we can do today. Amen. And, and if it's a vision Sunday, um, it's a vision Sunday for every Living Word ministry member, both um, home and abroad. Amen. Amen. Sorry, if I say home and abroad, you know what, I'm what I mean, isn't it? Both home and abroad. Amen. Both, both in, in London and everywhere else, in Ghana, everywhere else, you see the Living Word Ministry. Amen. For some of you, you would live to see how far the Living Word Ministry International would go. For some of you, you would live to see how far. For some of you, you would live to see how far the Living Word Ministry International would go. Indeed, if it is the work of God. Amen. I know I have a God. And I have a Father. Amen. His name is Jehovah. When he speaks, he has spoken. And everything that he has said, he will see it come to pass. Amen. Amen. Who can, who can recall what um, our vision is? Vision for living with ministry. Who could recall what it is? Amen. Sorry? We are... Can, can, can we give her a mic, please? Amen. I think one of it is uh, to raise men and women that, uh, that will not be tossed about by every doctrine, uh, winds, doctrine of the wind of the doctrine of the word. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Who can help us? To raise men and women, that is true. Who cannot be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Amen. Amen. So, so if, you, if, you, if, you, if you hear that word um, or that phrase in there, to raise, to raise, to raise, to nurture men and women. Amen. I see myself as a member. I see myself belonging to that particular bracket because to raise men, I'm a man. Amen. And then there's another that adds to it to see and women. Amen. And I believe we have women in our midst today and we have women in the, in the church and we have women as part of our ministry. Amen. So if we say to raise men and women, clearly then we fall into the bracket of what we are really talking about. Amen. So we become the subjects. Amen. In, in, in which sense, uh, if we are raising men and women, then we are raising us. We are raising ourselves as, as candidates, as members, as people. Amen. Who, who, who would what? Who would be fed with the word of God? Right? Not with um, my kind of word. My kind of world, world in terms of my kind of word, in terms of my kind of normal activity in, in the secular world, one way or the other. Is, 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 is much more business inclined, you know. And, and what I'm thinking about is how to make sure the vision that we have in that particular aspect of, of, of our business would, would materialize. And, and even in, in that situation, we still have to deal with men and women. We can't deal with uh, inanimate things. We deal with humans. Amen. Who would help the cause? So, so what I'm trying to drive at is that no, no, no matter what... Um, you would want to look at in that sense. If we, the moment we talk about a vision, right, then we are talking about a substance that will be led by humans. And, and we belong to the human race. So, so we belong to the category where humans will have to champion a cause to make sure a particular goal is established. Amen. So if you look at um, the, 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 the vision that we have for Living Word Ministry, it's saying that we have to raise men and women. And what we are raising is not for you to become a businessman or a businesswoman or a business person or a business personality. What we are raising is not for you to sort of become, let's say, the prime minister of, 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 of the United Kingdom or, or anything else or to become maybe even the chief executive of a particular company. No. What we are raising, right, is quite clear within the vision that we have. And what we are raising is saying that we are raising people who will be vested in the word of God, that's the creator, right, that they will not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. When we, mean, when we mean every wind of doctrine, we have the doctrines of men and we have the doctrine of God. Amen. So basically, what we are trying to say is that if you are looking at the doctrine of, of men, then you are looking at the, our kind of doctrines where, um, sorry, normally, you, you will see that in your, in your institutions. Amen. In your, in your um, secular institutions. Maybe um, for, if you take Transport for London, I'm sure they will have their vision. If you take um, somewhere you work, you will have your vision. Um, um, Auntie Rita, if you, if you consider where you work, they have their vision. Amen. And you would realize that what you are, you are doing as part of, of what you are doing to help the company is to establish the vision of the company, more or less. So invariably, you are helping a cause in that sense. Now, I want you to realize that we have people in this church, we have people in Living Word Ministry who can help the cause in that sense to achieve a particular goal, to achieve a particular vision. So if you find yourself in the house of God, what we are saying is that you are the same people, you are the same kind of people we are looking at today, and you should be able, more or less, to help the vision of, of Living Word Ministry International to be achieved. It's not something beyond us. It's something within our range. Amen. And, 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 and I want us to clearly realize that it's within our range. Amen. And, and, and as doers of the word, we, are, we, are, we, we, we can achieve what we set ourselves to do. So we'll make a simple declaration to say that for, for, for that which the Lord has set before us as the vision for living word ministry, I will say, I, Emmanuel Obliqui Oblite, I'll set myself before it to ensure that the vision, right, for the church, which is the church of God, is established. And once the vision, is, for, the vision for the church of God is established, then you will see that some part of the kingdom of God is also established as well. It comes with it. Amen. So invariably, within the vision, you have a part to play. Amen. Vision does not run on its own. 
when we set a vision, it doesn't run on its own. We will see some areas where you will realize that vision doesn't run on its own. Amen. Um, what is vision really? If you look at the, um, the, the, the English dictionary, it defines a, a, a vision. Amen. And what it says is that vision is the act or power of anticipating which something which will be or will come into fruition. Amen. Amen. Do you realize that? It's the act or the power of anticipating. Amen. Now, if you, if, you, if you look at it in terms of power, power comes with a certain level of authority. Right? So, invariably, what you are seeing there says that it is the act or power of anticipating. Anticipating means that something that you are expecting to happen. But at the time of your expectation, what you are actually envisaging hasn't really happened. Amen. Electricity, you know, get legs, so it be capable where away they carry them. But is electricity powerful? Are you sure? <laughs> electricity is extremely powerful, but it's contained within a cable wire. And that cable wire, right, ensures that you have a light today. You realize that that cable wire will be lying somewhere, not like the cable wires you are seeing now, right? But, but within the cables that you see, there is something called a wire. That wire is extremely powerful. And that, that, that power has the potency right, to do so many amazing things in our lives. And what I want us to realize today, right, that if we talk about a vision, then the vision can be realized. But then it will take men and women, it will take human beings like us to ensure, right, that the vision we set ourselves is realized. We have a vision for a home, we have a vision for a family, we have a vision for households, we have visions for that, visions for that. Sometimes when we give birth to our children, we have our own visions for them. When they grow to a certain age, they have their own vision, the vision then changes. When, when you are bringing them up, you struggle so much to ensure that your vision for some reason perhaps might be accomplished. And you realize that it gets to a stage where no, it changes with them. Because they will carry that vision, it's not your vision that they will want to carry. Sometimes if you are lucky, they fall in. If you are not lucky, well, they don't fall in. And for some of us, I mean, sometimes we try to carve a way for our children to go. Actually, I do my, I, 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 I have, I have, um, <laughs> the young man is not here today, so I can say this. <laughs> I have a slight idea of what I want the young man to be. I have a slight idea. Now, I use the word slight because, well, within my human frame, I have the extent to which I can shape it. But you know what? I, have, I am limited to the extent to which I can do that. But there is someone, right, who has no limitations. And it gets to a point where the one who has no limitations will have to take over. And, and I'll try and point out as to, to why that person will have to take over. But then you, you realize that it gets to a point where when the child is not conforming to the way you expect the child to conform to, then it starts bringing frustrations to you, the one, right, who, is, who has carved a kind of vision for your child. But I want my child to become a medical doctor. I want my child to become a, 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 a lawyer. I want my child to be one of the biggest engineers or be the biggest one of the biggest architects in this life. I want my child to be one of the celebrities that is celebrating himself on the, on the, on the, on the TVs of the, of the United Kingdom every now and then, throwing himself up and down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But maybe that particular child wants to be a cleaner. Oh, yeah. Now, why am I saying this? I'm saying that's for us to realize that, you see, me as a parent, I, I am thinking that I have a clearer vision for my child. And I know that if my child follows my ways, then my child would accomplish what I am expecting, which is more or less something significant and substantial to his own life that will help him live the life of this world that we all live in. But you know what? He gets to a stage where he decides to do his own thing or if I am lucky, he will follow that, that, that path. And as he follows that path, he will realize that what I want him to realize and that makes me happy. And, and, and maybe to make the child happy for some reason. But I remember I said to my father, well, I wanted to do something else so you pointed me to do science. That's what I want to do. But now that I have finished my first degree, I will do what I want to do. He laughed. 
<laughs> he laughed. I like that old man. I mean, he's very intelligent. Very intelligent. Amen. But what am I saying? I want us to realize one thing. What I want us to realize is that we can have our own vision, a vision for ourselves. Just like I can have a vision for my children. It's normal. Amen. But why do, do you think I think I should have a vision for my child? Because of my experiences and what I have seen in life, right? And I think I know better than my child. So I would work my child in a particular frame that would help him achieve a better future. And I am a parent. Amen. If I am a parent, I also have a boss. My boss is the one who created me, who created the heavens and the earth. The one who created the heavens and the earth has actually lived that more, far more than me, myself. Amen. So I should also then carve my vision into the vision of the one who created me because he knows better than I do. Amen. And I have to surrender my will to the will of the master to take care of me, myself, and then my whole household. And, and that's why sometimes somebody will say, as for me and my house, we would what? We would worship the Lord. We would worship the Lord because we want to conform to the actual frame of the master himself where anyone who works with him would get a very clear purpose and a clear agenda to achieve their particular purpose and their goals in life. Amen. So the Living Word Ministry sets itself and says that we have a vision. And our vision is to raise men and women. The men and women we are raising, how are we raising them? It's a huge question to ask. If you have a child, how would you want to raise the child? How do you have to raise the child? The Bible says something. It says, raise a child in a, way, in a way they would go, that when they grow up, they would not depart from the truth. Amen. And that is one of the principles that God has set for us to achieve a, 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 a vision that he has set in his own agenda. Amen. Amen. And vision gives direction. And it's a glimpse of our life. And it tells us how to achieve our goals. So normally in, 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 in situations where we want to deal with God, God has a way of talking to us. God has a way of revealing himself to us. God has a way of imposing himself on us. God has a way of making sure that we as humans, we have a clear path to track in a way that we will not depart from his word. Amen. So when we say that we are raising men and women, we are raising men and women to conform to that path that God has set before us as humans. And the, and, and, and the way we have to go in a way that we will not depart from the truth. And as we set ourselves to do that, you will realize that we become entities and we become instruments of God to use to accomplish the bigger vision that has been set before us. So our vision is actually in line with the broader vision that has been set before us. Amen. 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 Now, I, 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 I said earlier that God has a way of talking to us. And, and one, one of the ways that God normally wants to talk to you is, is through dreams. And, and with dreams, I mean, there are people who dream, they dream a lot. Some of their dreams will come to pass, some will not come to pass. Now, sometimes you would dream, you understand it, you don't even understand it. Right? Um, um, you, might, you might need an interpreter one, one way or the other. If you, if you read the Bible carefully, there's somebody who had a dream and he had to call on Joseph to, to interpret the dreams for him one way or the other, isn't it? And Joseph, by, by, by interpretation of the dreams, right, became a whole champion on his own. Now, he was, he was doing that through a medium that has been given to him by God. And, and, and I have used the word a medium. And I would want us to be mindful of the medium. Amen. Because if you are dealing with vision, dreams, prophecies, trance, you have to clearly realize that, that it has come through a medium because it is not a normal day-to-day -day activity that your eye will see. But it comes in a particular form which is not normal and it deviates from your normal way of reasoning. 
Amen. And those things that you see, they are carried through a medium. And the medium through which they come is supernatural and not natural. And I want us to realize that. That it is not by a natural means, but it is by a supernatural means. And by that supernatural means, then it means that you have to engage in a particular way that will help you to accomplish those means within the supernatural. Amen. And, and that is dreams. Now, for dreams, sometimes, like I said, it will, it will materialize. Sometimes it may not materialize. I have had dreams that hasn't really yet materialized. Amen. Even from my infancy to, to now, I don't have easy dreams. Normally, my dreams are special dreams. When I dream, I don't take them lightly. You know, from now what I know and what I've studied from the Bible, when I dream, if I dream of something, I will have to fast and pray about it seriously. I don't take it for granted. Amen. For, for several reasons. Um, and, and, and there are other elements that we will call like a trance. You, you fall into a trance, and that happens within the spell of a moment. If you just as, as you're sitting down there, your eye can just close and you, you go through a trance. Amen. That also happens through a medium. It, and it's not a natural medium. It's a supernatural medium. Right? And some through prophecies, prophecies comes through somebody which maybe normally we would call like a man of God. Right? And then the person who would be giving prophecies in terms of things that can now be and things which will happen in the past one way or the other. But then there's one powerful one which is a vision. And, and the vision I'm talking about is 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 quite different from a dream. It's different from a trance. And it's completely different from a prophecy. Now, if, if you want to operate in that level where you, you have visions or, or God will carry a vision through you, then there's a particular way you would have to go. It is not, it is not that kind of way that, that maybe you, you will study accountancy and, be, and you have that kind of visions. No. You cannot. You can't be a, a, a doctor and think through uh, uh, um, that means you would have that level of vision I'm talking about. I'm talking about a spiritual vision. I'm not talking about a vision that you carve for yourself as an individual to become a doctor or to become an engineer or a lawyer or, or, or whatever you, you actually want to become, one way or the other. We mentioned those things, isn't it? And yet, they, 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 they want to go on the street and clamor for money. Sometimes when you are growing up, our parents want us to become doctors, to go on the street and clamor for money or go and beg, you know, the, 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 what do you call them, um, the ruling powers to give us money. No. There's a way. Amen. 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 And it comes like big, big names. I want my child to be a doctor. Oh, my child is a doctor with, with um, Chelsea and Westminster. The next moment, they are coming on the street to demonstrate, crying for what? Money. Amen. Crying, crying and talking about the cost of living. The cost of living crisis. The cost of living crisis is really, really biting. Crying, crying, and crying, and crying for money. Amen. It's a distraction one way or the other. It's a distraction. Amen. Child, become what you want to become. But what I don't want you to lose is lose the sight of the fact that there is a God who reigns. Who reigns. Who reigns. And find out his vision for your life. And when you walk in the vision of the one who created you, you would never beg for bread. Amen. Because part of it is to make sure that you are okay. To bring you to an expected end. Providing for you to make sure you get to that expected end. Where you will not become a beggar to a governor. A beggar to a government. But you become self-sufficient within yourself and content within yourself, knowing that it is the Lord thy God who maketh everything possible. Amen. Amen. So I'm talking about the vision that God gives. And I have some few examples of people that, if you allow me, I will just be talking. I have some few examples of people who, um, I mean, I really like the way God really dealt with them. And it's so sweet and so nice. So I quickly want us to turn our Bibles to the book of Acts. You know, Abraham, Abraham had a, had a vision. And in that vision, God said something to him. Amen. But what I want us to clearly realize is that when we talk about vision, I'm talking about the vision, not the vision that is like your work had given you. But I want to talk about the vision of, of God and, and how to, to walk with God in a way that you'll be experiencing a vision. 
That kind of vision I'm talking about. The Bible says, can two walk together? Amos 3, 3. He says, can two walk together? And the Bible says, yes, there's a possibility that they can walk together. The only way they can walk together is if, if they want, they agree. And if you agree with your creator, you realize that your creator will have a means of talking to you. And one of the ways that your God that has created you, the one who knows you from your mother's womb, the one who knows the count of your hair, one of the ways would be in visions. Amen. And they are nice visions. Pretty nice visions. Amen. Um, um, there's a man called Cornelius. Amen. Can I have somebody to help me with the reading so that we move very fast? Da, 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 da. Amen. Can I have someone to help me, please, with my reading? Amen. Acts 10. If it had been anybody else apart from my wife, that would have been great, isn't it? <laughs> Amen. Hey, precious, let her do it, please. Before it is okay. Yeah. I, I always said if I had had somebody other than, but uh, but at least thank you for offering. But once she selected herself, we have to go through it. Amen. Amen. I, I will start from. It's a lot of what, but then I will start from. Um, it's 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 Louis Colinius and Peter. Amen. Amen. And in, in, the, in, in verse 3, it says something there. Amen. Actually, let me start. Can you, do you want to start? From 3? No, no, no. You start from 1. Okay. Yeah. There was a certain man in Caesarea yeah, called Cornelius. When you're reading with me, you know how we do it, so, isn't yeah. it? You know how we do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we, 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 we break and break and break. Amen. Is it, at Caesarea, there was a, there, there was a man. And, and this one says that there was a certain man. Have you realized that? There, 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 is, there is a human element in there. There was a certain man. And that makes me so excited because once I see there was a certain man, then, then I can put myself in that category because I'm also a man. I'm also a human, right? And that human... Right, that name you are seeing there is in the Bible. So as long as as long as that person's name is in the Bible, then I can fix myself in there and put myself also in the Bible. Amen. So there was a certain man, and there was a certain man by name Cornelius. But there can be a certain man by name Emmanuel. Amen. Amen. So let's read on. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian regiment. Amen. A devout man and one who feared God with all his household. Amen. Who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. Amen. Let's hold on there. That certain man we are talking about was a man I can see in each and every one of us. That man, why can I say that? I can say that I know for sure that we all reverence God. We all respect God. We all fear God. And, and we are a family church, so we, we all have a family, right? And that family is dedicated to God. Amen. So if we can have a family and we are humans, then I'm telling you that God can deal with us. And God can deal with us just like he dealt with Cornelius. Amen. We don't have to be so special. You realize why I say that. But all we need right, is to reverence God. All we need that we should fear God. All we need is to pay particular attention and know that we have what? A God. A God. A God. Amen. Amen. Let's go on. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision. Oh, and, oh. And about the ninth hour in the day. No, do you have days? Do you have nights? Yes. Do you have moments? And, and is, is it different from, from your moments, from your time? Watch it carefully. What you go through, that normal situation you go through every now and then. I am saying Cornelius is also going through more or less the same thing like we do. Amen. The moments with God. Don't let us take the moments with God for granted. We need those moments with God. Before, because if God has to talk to us, it will be at that moment, the moments, the time, the special time, the special time you make, the special time you set aside for God. Amen. Amen. 
Let's go on. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision. Amen. An angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? So he said to him, Hold on, Emmanuel. I, I, I like my Bible sometimes. Don't worry. I, I'll read something here. In two, he, he and all his family were devout and good, and, sorry, and God fearing. He gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. What's that word there? And pray to God, not occasionally, not, not, not sometimes. But the Bible here says that he prayed to God regularly, meaning that, meaning what? Meaning what? Is it, somebody said, pray without what? Yeah. So does it conform to what you see there? Praying regularly. Church, I want us to know that if we will have to fall within our vision and accomplish our vision, one of the key things we should never ever forsake and one of the key things we should never ever forget is to pray regularly, regularly, regularly. Not occasionally when we are in trouble. No when things are going bad. No when everything around us seems to be like rosy. No. But when it's rosy, still go to God. In times of need, go to God. In times of challenges, still go to God. Because God wants to have that communication with you regularly, regularly, regularly. Almost every now and then, regularly. If you set a time to say, I'll pray to you one hour, make sure that every single day, do that one hour. And one hour every day becomes a regular practice with you. Amen. Amen. And through that, you will see what God will do. Amen. Let's go on. One day at about three in the afternoon, he had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius. Cornelius stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord? He asked. The angel answered, your prayers and gift to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. I like that. Hold on. Watch it carefully. I am not saying that. It's, it's the word of God, amen. He's saying that, um, I like that. See, Cornelius stared at him in fear, amen. So what is he, Lord? You see, the fear is like reverence. That do, do, do I merit this privilege that you will send an angel to me? And God is saying to us, I will send an angel to you. As long as you want to conform and pray and talk to me regularly. Prayer is a nine definition. But look, in simple terms, it simply means that making time to talk to your creator. The one who knows the count on your head that you don't know. Go and find out the count of your hair. Ask God, God, I want to know the count on my hair. I just want to know out of curiosity. It's a way of fellowship with God. That's simple discussions. Simple talks. Amen. It's so simple. It's so easy. His ways are very easy. Look, he said, I have come to take away the yoke, the yoke, the yoke. So his ways are very simple and very easy. And if you conform, you will realize that you have a God. And his ways are not the ways of man. Amen. That will send you to the street to strike. Amen. But you fight for yourself. Peacefully. Amen. I, I like that. So the angel answered, your prayers and your gifts to the poor have come up, hasn't gone down, but has come up as what? My Bible says as a memorial offering before God. The time you spend with God, the time you spend with God, Look, I said the time you spend with God is not anything that has no reward. It has a great recompense of reward. When I had my visa to come to this country, 
when she took me to get my indefinite visa, as a matter of fact, on my indefinite visa, it was even written on my, on my visa. Spouse of Emanuela, Emanuela what? Oblite. Oblite is my name, isn't it? It's my name. But on my visa, it was stated clearly that you are coming into this country because of Emanuela Naafi Oblite, isn't it? It was on top there. And so it was stuck in my book. <laughs> Amen. And in that book, it stated clearly, no recourse for public funds. Amen. 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 What am I saying there? The one who is giving me that privilege to come to their country, at the same time, is holding something back from me too as well. Say, no recourse, no, no recourse to public funds. I will have no access to any other funds. But when your prayers goes to God, and becomes a memorial. God will not say that you have no recompense. Or sorry, you have no recourse of anything. But God, as a matter of fact, rather, would open up and give you everything free of charge. Free of charge. Free, free. And when I mean free, free. He doesn't hold anything back. Amen. And that's the God I'm talking about. Amen. Said so now send men. I'll drop that. And, and, and quickly, it's just about his dream. And, and look at what also happened. There was another man to help in that cause. That man's name is Peter. Amen. So if we quickly jump to, but there's one word there that um, I don't want to miss. Um, in, in, I'll, I'll take us back. You know how I do it. You know how I do it, don't you? <laughs> in three. He said, one day at about three, in the afternoon, he had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel. And that word, distinct, that word, he distinctly saw an angel. That word is a, is a powerful word. It means that he saw something which is out of the ordinary. However, it is so clear, clear, so clear, crystal clear. It wasn't like a dream that you have to wonder. And when you serve God and you deal with God regularly, God will not hold things away from you. God will make things quite distinct. They will be clear. And those clarity, they all happen in the visions that God shows. Amen. They will be so clear. Now, when, when, when we organize ourselves and group ourselves like a church and walk in the dictates that the Bible has given us, Align ourselves to prayer. Prayer means, when we come for prayer meeting, you don't hold back and say, I have my child to tend to, so I'm not coming for prayer meeting. No. Oh yeah, I mean it. That's not the kind of thing I'm talking about. Then that means you don't get it. Your child has become a distraction. Your child has, has become a distraction. It's separating you from God. It's separating you from having that level of regularity. To conform to the vision of Living World Ministry International. Because part of the route we have to take to accomplish that mission is to pray. Is to pray. And, and you realize that it is rather through the prayer that Cornelius had access to God. So we cannot neglect the prayer. So, so if your child then becomes an instrument to take you away or obstacle to take you away then what has become a blessing is not becoming a curse and taking you away from God. From fellowshipping with the entity. Having a corporate prayer to achieve the corporate vision. Let's watch it carefully. That enemy has a way. Very stubborn guy. Paul said, the tricks of the enemy, the wiles of the enemy. The enemy you know had lived for more than you have lived. So for, for better, for, for, I mean for want and better ways, he know better than you do. Amen. So when we say pray, and God is expecting us to pray, let's conform and align ourselves into prayer and pray. Amen. Amen. Now, look at Peter's own. Peter, let, let, let's, let's jump to um, Acts 10.10. 10. Amen. Mother, thank you, but you know how I do it. I mean, I'll be reading. I, 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 it's, it's, it's like, whatever. Said, um, um, about noon the following day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on a roof to what? To pray again. Watch it carefully. To pray. Now, what I want us to realize there is that 
the key area where God works and walks with you is through your prayers. And one of the key things we should also realize is that the enemy also knows that if God will talk to you and God will walk with you, it will, one of the means, I'm saying one of the means, will be through those areas I mentioned earlier. And one of them, the key one, that is so distinct and clear, will be what? Visions. And those will come at the time when you are going to what, engage God and God engages you. God is only waiting for an appointed time when he knows that if you come to me at 3 o'clock, oh, Emmanuel will come at 3 o'clock. And God will set his angel to sit and wait for me at 3 o'clock. And when I get in there, he will say, young man, are you here? We are also ready for you. This time we are ready. Not you calling us to appear, but we would appear before you appear. So God will set his angels to appear before you appear. If you set a regular time, to communicate with God, I am telling you, God will send his angels. God will send angels one hour before you will appear. And when you get there, they will call your name. Like they call Cornelius. They will call your name. They will call your name. And say, have you come? And say, hey, hey, I'm expecting to call before you come. No, you always call. Today we are also paying you a courtesy call. That courtesy call will be your vision. I said, God will pay you a courtesy call. And that courtesy call will be the vision. And in that vision, it will be so clear, so distinct. And you will realize that when we say we have a living God, we have a living God. A living God. Not a dead God. Not a God that has been framed. But we have a living God. The God we talk about has a life that makes it living. Amen. Amen. And the key thing I want us to realize is the prayer. Amen. And the vision. Amen. And then, so he became hungry and wanted something to eat. And while the meal was being prepared, he fell into what? A trance. Now realize that Cornelius had a, a vision. Here, P.R. Is that how you say it? I say Peter. How you say Peter? Well, this say Peter. If I call Ezzy right now, it will be a different story. Amen. Ezzy will say Peter. <laughs> Amen. What the first thing happened there? Say so he became hungry and wanted something to eat. And while the meal was being prepared, he fell into what? A trance. Amen. And that trance was not as distinct. Amen. As Cornelius one. Why do I want to say that? I want to say that because in that trance, for the trance to materialize, there should be a confirmation of what he has seen. Amen. So God also knows that, you know what, I'm dealing with two parties here. One would be through a vision which is so distinct, and the other one, it would be through a trance. And I will send somebody to go and meet Peter. And when Peter receives them, right, he will realize that the trance is not transforming to be what? A vision. Because the clarity of the message is clear. And I said, you know what? Perhaps God has shown it to him so distinct. He will purpose in his heart not to go. Do you know why? Because Cornelius is an uncircumcised man. He was a Gentile. And if you read the account carefully, what has Jews to do with the Gentiles? It's a complete abomination. And for that matter, what he's trying to say is that the Gentiles does not deserve God. But God wants to send Peter. God wants to send each and every one of us to somebody on the street out there who for some reason does not conform to what we think the norm. In a sense, that that person is not yet born again. So we have a duty to go out there. Amen. And what I'm trying to establish is that because Cornelius was a Gentile and it's not one of the so-called chosen ones, God had to make one thing clear to Peter. That Peter, I have not called you alone. As you sit here in this church, I want us to know that we, have, we are not the only ones that have been called. We have a duty to go out there and meet a Gentile and tell a Gentile, God loves you. And God has a purpose for your life. And God has a vision for you. And if you conform to God, you will realize that perhaps you will see that there is no need to strike. 
what you need to do is go on your knees regularly and talk to God that God will make provision for those who govern you to have enough money to feed you. Amen. 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 Our time runs, isn't it? Amen. Now, one other area I want us to realize is that if you want to work with God, then, then you must be prepared to work within and accept the, 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 the areas and the mediums through which God will talk. Because God is spirit. And God, to talk, God will talk through a means. And through that prayer, you engage a spiritual world. When you get a spiritual world, there's a veil that breaks from the natural world into the supernatural world. When you get into the supernatural world, then you are engaging God. And God talks through his spirit. Amen. So I want us also to know that to get into that fellowship with God, we must work with God in the spirit of God. And in the spirit of God, you will engage God in the means and the mediums through which God talks, which one is, a, is what a vision. Amen. Now, 19, when you go and try and read accounts properly, amen. I'm just preaching, I'm not teaching. Amen. So, preaching gives us the liberty to jump and jump. Teaching, we can't jump. Amen. And be mindful of the Friday ones and make sure you are part of it. Amen. 19. This happened three times. And immediately, the sheet was taken back to heaven. Amen. Sorry, I read 16. I want 19. My eyes. Come on. While Peter was still thinking about the vision. While Peter was still thinking about what? The vision. That's the trance that he had earlier. Right? God sent people to him to tell him what his vision was. Amen. And those people said to him that our master so and so and so and so and if you come to 34, amen. Actually, 19. I'll, 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 there's something I want to show you 19. So, and Peter was, was, was still thinking about the, about the vision. The spirit said to him, amen. What I want you to notice is that while he was still thinking about the trance, that means while he was still in the mood of thinking of what God wants to speak to him about and what God wants to explain to him in the trance, what it's, it's happening through what? Through the Spirit. Amen. Amen. What does this one say? So while Peter was still thinking about the vision, the Spirit said to him, Simon, three men. And those were the men that Cornelius sent. Amen. Amen. To make it clear to Peter that Peter Indeed, yes, I am sending you to a Gentile, to somebody who is not circumcised. And if you are not circumcised in the Jewish jurisdiction, the Hebrew world, or the, I mean, in the, in the, in the, in the Islamic world, sorry, um, um, Israelic world, right, you are a castaway. Because even at some point, God said to Moses, God said he wanted to kill Moses. Do you know why God wanted to kill Moses? Oh, you don't know. Sorry? Yeah. Because Moses didn't circumcise his son. And God decided, well, if you don't circumcise your son, then I'm going to kill you. And quickly, the wife realized, no, 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 no. What's happening to Sarah? Sorry, what's happening to Moses? Look, no, 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 it's not an ordinary thing. It's because of war. Now, the same God who wanted to kill Moses, I'm talking about Moses, because he has not done something. The same God today is sending Peter to where? To go and meet those people who were not circumcised. So he knows exactly why Peter wouldn't go. So he has to use a means. And that means was through the spiritual engagement. Right? The spiritual engagement. The, the, the engagement in terms of what Peter had known to do almost every now and then to communicate with God in that afternoon. That's how God spoke. Amen. And, 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 and when the men of Corinthians came, the vision of God was clearly realized. Amen. And it was done through what? The Spirit. Amen. I'm almost there. Thank God I'm done. Amen. Now the key thing I want us to realize there. So how can we accomplish our vision? One, is, is, is through engaging with the vision career. And one of the ways of engaging a vision career is to ensure that there will be a regularity with you and the vision career. In the sense that a, 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 a portion a time in your everyday life to talk to God. 
One, about your vision, about the vision for your family, about the vision for your church, about the vision for your work. Amen. And in those engagements, God will engage you. Amen. 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 And sometimes you have to go to God hungry. <laughs> Did I say that? Yes, I said that. But I'm reading the Bible. Peter went to God when he was hungry. And somebody was even preparing a food for him to eat. That's when he went to God. He went to God with an empty stomach. And Christ said that some of these things, they would not go except through what? Through prayer, uh, through fasting and what? And prayer. So there are times where that, that, that you have to combine the, the, the hunger with the prayer. And that comes through the fasting and the prayer. And it's one of the things we would encourage you to be doing almost every now and then to accomplish the, the, the vision of the church. So engage. Amen. Don't run away. Engage. Running away is a deception of the enemy. Amen. That enemy. Amen. And, and the enemy knows that one of the ways to get you to conform, right, is through these means. So what he would do is to steal those means away from you. And when, when the enemy manages to steal those means away from you, like, oh, you don't, come to, you don't need to come to church on a Sunday because after all, mm, you are tired, aren't you? You are this, you are that, you are this. Oh, you don't, you don't need to engage on Wednesday. After all, you have work to do, isn't it? Oh, yeah, indeed, you have work to do. The work pays you. So, of course, then you listen, okay, then you don't engage. And then, and then Friday, too, you don't engage. Look, you are, taking away yourself, you are taking away yourself from the areas that God will speak to you about your own vision, about the vision for your family, about the vision for the church to ensure that we will be where we have to be. Amen. Amen. No man putting his hands to the plow and looking back is fit to enter into the kingdom of God. Wow. Solid. Amen. If you read Isaiah 32, verse 8, it says that, but the noble makes noble plans, and by noble deeds they stand. The noble makes noble plans, and by noble deeds they stand. How will they stand? They will stand through the engagement with God, through the dreams, through the trance, through the prophecies, and above all, one which is so clear, which is so clear and distinct, right, is through what? The visions. Amen. Amen. Amos 3, 7, it says, the sovereign Lord does nothing without what? Revealing his plan. So if you want God to reveal his plan, then you have to what? Engage the sovereign Lord. The sovereign Lord. The sovereign Lord. Your sovereignty in this country lies with the king, isn't it? So you can engage the king if you want to. You can run to Buckingham Palace today and say you need some hundred bucks in your pocket and see what will happen. There's, there will be so many protocols to follow, I tell you. You can't just go there, although he's the sovereign of the land. Amen. But I am talking of a sovereignty that you don't need any protocol. All you need to do, perhaps, is to what? Engage in prayer. Amen. You don't need any special protocol. Why wouldn't I love God? I love God because when I'm going to God, I don't need any special protocol. I can go to God everywhere, anywhere, anytime, any day, any moment. Yeah, but, but there are people even in my, in my country, Ghana, if I want to see them, they'll tell me, oh, have, have, you, booked an have you booked an appointment with them? I, say, I haven't booked, an, sometimes I'm very arrogant, that's what they say. Book an appointment with who, man? Seriously, I'm very arrogant like that. I don't see the reason why I have to book an, an appointment. I was one day going to visit our president, and I walk in, they say, is he expecting you? I say, well, he's expecting me. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, yes, he's expecting me. Oh, oh, are you sure? Because we don't have your name. I said, uh, go and tell him. There's somebody here called Emmanuel Blubblubblit. He said he, he has an appointment with him. You know what? He was shocked. I said, oh, really? Really? I don't... Okay, let him come. When I went to he said, oh, it's you. I said, yes, it's me. He doesn't even know me. Amen. But he was forced to say, oh, yeah, it's you. And I said, yeah, it's me. And I told him what I want. He said, oh, you know what? Okay, make sure that that is granted. And I said, thank you, sir. And I just said, thank you, sir. And I left. And what I wanted was granted. At the time, people say it should not be granted. And they are very powerful. So I also went to a powerful person. He granted it. I know. I went on my knees and prayed. Once I prayed it to be answered. I'm, I'm stubborn like that. I know my God. Come on. Amen. 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 So what are we really saying? Let's know this. That one, we can engage God. If you want to walk in the vision, engage God. Ensure that that engagement will be what? Not sporadic, but regular. Regular. Amen. And ensure that you engage God in the spirit as well. Amen. I remember the last time I was asked the question, to what measure do you engage the spirit? In, in spirit, isn't it? <laughs> Look, it's, it's, it's to no measure really. 
is to no measure. As long as you can go there and pray and say to God, God, once you mention the name God, he's there. He's right with you. Amen. It's already in you anyway. So mention the name God. And once you mention God, have you on a plane where the plane is like bumping? I say, hey, God. And it's like the plane becomes steady. God is already there. Amen. He comes at appointed time. That's appointing. He will come. Amen. Amen. Now, one last thing. If you look at the vision for the church, amen, it says that we have to raise. Raising means that we have to what? Raise. I don't know. Any, 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 for English, English, English. She's my English teacher sometimes. You know. Raise means what? You have to nurture, isn't it? That one, the mothers, you know what raising means much more than we, the guys. Sometimes we run away, you know, so. Isn't it? Sometimes we walk away, don't we? Isn't it? We walk away, don't we? It means we don't know. We don't fully understand what it takes to raise. Amen. So you will tell us what it takes to raise. Raising means raising, nurturing. Right? So it means that we have a responsibility. Isn't it? And, and mothers can tell us that more. When everything falls away, you hardly see a mother running away from a child. <laughs> you hardly see a mother running away from a child. I'm serious about that. You hardly, you hardly have a mother running away from the child. So when the vision is set clear, and they, they can run with it much more than even the guys. Amen. Amen. So that means I have a responsibility to nurture. You have a responsibility to nurture. Each and every one of us has a responsibility to, what? to nurture, to ensure, right, that the vision of Living Word International becomes, what, a reality. And it will serve its purpose as it, 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 it comes into fruition. Amen. Amen. So I'll leave us with that. If you are God-fearing, then you hear the word of God. Amen. So I just want us to be on our feet today. And we'll sing this song slowly. We would exhort him. And then we'll pray. Amen. I will exalt you. I will exalt you. Amen. We will exalt you, O oh God. I will exalt you. We will exalt you, O oh God. You are my God. Oh, yes, because you are God. We will exalt you, will exalt you. I will exalt you. We will. We will exalt you. you, O oh God. You are God. Indeed, O oh Father, O oh God, you are the chosen one, O oh Lord, who has also chosen us, O oh Father. We commit ourselves, O oh Father, O oh God, unto you, O oh God. We pray, O oh Father, O oh God, we have a vision, O oh Father, O oh God, for this church, O oh Lord. Much as, O oh Father, O oh God, we have a vision for our lives, O oh Father, O oh God, and our families and our work, O oh God. 
Our Lord and my Master, oh God, to achieve, oh Father, oh God, that vision for the church, oh Lord, we need you more than anything else, oh God. We pray thee, oh Lord and my Master. Help us, oh Father, oh God, to confirm, oh Lord and my Master, oh God, to your vision, oh Lord. Areas where we need clarity, oh Father, oh God, we pray for clarity, oh Lord. Areas where we need understanding, oh Father, oh God, we pray for your understanding, oh Father. Areas where we need, oh Father, oh God, the power of the Holy Spirit, oh God, to make certain areas quite clear, oh Father, oh God, unto us, oh God. Oh, that my Lord, my Master, oh God, areas that my wife, my Lord, my Master, oh God, we throw, oh Lord. He streaks, oh Father, oh God, we pray, oh Lord. Our eyes, oh Father, oh God, shall be opened, oh Lord, my Master, oh God, to see the wiles of the enemy, oh Lord. That we shall not fall prey, oh Father, to the devices of the enemy. My Lord, that's that which you set before us. We shall walk, oh Father, in your truth and in your word to accomplish the mission for Living Word Ministry International. We thank you, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you were blessed by today's message, why not share it with a loved one? And as always, stay connected by visiting our website at www.lwmi.org.uk. We hope you were blessed.